man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the stream that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them well a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. And take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away if you're going. All right. Let's do this thing. A whole nother hour of the outdoors uh, coming up. You are so lucky. It's like your, it's like your lucky day. Yeah, My it's the outdoors on. It, it really is, Beefsteak. Your lucky day. It is. It is. You are very, very lucky to be sitting in the bunkhouse this morning. With I'm just Cody you? Ryan. Sit, oh, okay. Sitting in, uh, Cody Ryan, sitting in with beefsteak this morning oh yeah and uh tie wire and krug are in there uh twisting wires and making it come across the airwaves and then uh and then they do you know some super ma- magical things and turn it into a podcast that we'll uh, upload later this week you get live uh the live show then podcast across all of your play- favorite platforms, uh, all of your podcast platforms, whether it's iTunes or uh, Spotify or I don't know what are all Stitcher the podcasts and, and yeah all those Come all on. of them all I of them. iTunes iHeartRadio yeah the whole you thing. check them all out uh, right there each week uh, we have the uh, if you miss the live broadcast you can catch the podcast version there every single week something else you should be visiting every single week that's our friends at McBride's guns with the way society is pounding on our ridestone guns and it's real it's real if you doubt it then you are living under a rock and uh you are not paying attention to what's going on around you uh we support our local gun shops the ones we choose trust with our constitutional rights yeah that's mcbride's guns they're family owned and operated local full service firearm dealer they've been there I, we've been saying for over 30 years for a long time so i'm i'm gonna say for over 40 years 40 plus years oh yeah mcbride's been in the same place it's been for years uh they've got a gunsmith on site they can find any firearm you need they can uh, help you modify whether you got you know, a new trigger you want to put on a firearm, whether you got a scope you need tightened, uh, you know, like uh, Beefsteak does, you'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for over 40 years. We got to, right? Haven't we been saying 30 I, years? Yeah. Now it's 40 years? I think it's got to so. be over 40 years. You can find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them 512-472-3532 or check them out online at mcbridesguns.com. McBride's Guns, you know, they're our hometown gun shop. I wanted to... uh, Oh, I thought you were going to give a shout-out to TJ, you know, because he's not here. Yeah, so he is... uh, TJ uh, is in Georgia, and he is with... Uh, my aunt, his sister, and his mother, my grandmother, uh, and 93, going to be 93, I think, this year. That's just amazing. That's great. 93. You should celebrate and, uh, that. So him and, him and his sister had this idea to uh, take grandma on, uh, on quite an adventure. I don't know if, one, if they're listening, because occasionally they uh, – 
grandma has it on there at, at, at home. Uh, but also, uh, I don't want to spoil any surprise, but they've got quite an adventure going. I'm sure he'll tell about, uh, talk about next week. I was like, man, that's, that's a lot. You're, you know, you're dragging a 93 year old woman around. I just saw her. I just stopped by grandma's house, uh, a couple of weeks ago when I was traveling through Georgia, my last event, I, I guess a week and a half ago, I guess I was there, uh, maybe two weeks ago. Uh, I went and saw my aunt and, and Georgia granny and, uh, it's just neat, you know. I mean, I've been going there since I was a kid. I mean, I'll, I'll be forty this year, and I've been—I used to spend summers there as a child on that same piece of property. So it's how much did you get per, per squirrel? Was it like oh, a it was nickel? like a quarter? Oh, a quarter. Yeah, she's like TJ. She just don't like those squirrels, huh? Oh no, the squirrels are no good there. No, they ate uh, all our blueberries or something. Most of them live. Most of them live. There's not a whole lot that die, but there's a lot of pellets that have flown around that area <laughs> from the old pellet gun. Uh, quarter of squirrel, I think, is what the pain, pain rate is there on that piece of property. Hadn't changed in 40 years either. Uh, kind of interesting speaking, I guess it falls into how long a topic I wanted to discuss from an article you sent over. And, and I had some interesting uh, tidbits and personal experience with was... Uh, this article on how long do deer live in rare cases, mm -hmm. it says white tailed deer can live for 20 years or more. Uh, but the average age of deer, especially bucks depends a whole lot on choices hunters make, which I thought was kind of interesting way to put it these days with every deer hunter and his brother running trail cameras to keep tabs on specific bucks for years. We sometimes hear about seven and a half or eight and a half or nine and a half year old deer, uh, finally wearing a tag after an uh, epic campaign. But the truth is, most wild deer never come close to reaching that age. Um, you know, six and a half year old is uh, about the oldest you hear. That's in true. A heavy, yep. heavy hunted kind of free ranging area. Uh, as one, the oldest captive and wild animals uh, are... Uh, not only fence, they receive ample food and nutrition. They live relatively stress-free uh, facilities, research facilities, living in 18, 19, 20 or more years for one deer. The book. Uh, and the uh, doe? I guess there it, was a doe also, right? That in yeah, Texas? that reached like 24 years old. Oh, no. Here it is. As, uh, as far as they know, a... Uh, Captive doe in Texas on the Kerr Wildlife Management Area reached 23 to 24 years old. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. That it was a hill country deer that lived almost 24 years. I shot a deer uh, two years ago in Rock Springs, where my in-laws place is, at my in-laws place. Um, that was a single doe all by herself. She had no yearling or anything. Mm -hmm. uh, looked to be in kind of poor shape really. And, um, after I shot it, I figured that's the perfect doe to take out of the herd. It's no longer breeding. I mean, it was, you know, in pretty bad shape. I thought, well, maybe it's wounded or it has something wrong with it. And, uh, I think it was come to find out after we, um, cleaned it and skinned it. I mean, it was just like, it was like an old, very old person. Oh, man. Seriously. I mean, it was like the skin was like very soft and like it was, you know, when you skin a deer and you're pulling the hide, yeah. it was like nothing to pull the hide off. It was very weird. It was like a very thin hide had no fat on this on this deer hardly at all mm. it was like almost all gray when you really looked at it uh the whole uh. face was grayed out it was like skinny um, so like shooting your grandma <laughs> sorry that's that too much you don't Did I just cross so that line? that's that's part of what i have here in in later uh topics here but you do not uh humanize your food sources that's what PETA does, right? Yes. Yeah, you don't you don't name cows. You don't humanize your food sources. 
Um, but it was very strange. I mean, it was a very, it had to have been a very old doe, older than anything. I, I mean, I would say that it was 10 plus years old. I mean, it was, I'd never seen anything like it. It wasn't unhealthy. It wasn't. So the bottom line on this uh, article was kind of stating inside the wire or inside the line, uh, you know, where they're kept and maintained right. and all that, they can live an extra amount, a long, longer amount of time. Outside the wire, that's not the case. Probably because of where they get their food, right? And then also hunting, right? But, you know, if you read an article, I, here, here was my big question. Because if you read uh, the Texas Parks and Wildlife and, and deer management, they're talking like a buck at about seven and a half, seven years old. That's where you turn that over. They think that's where they reach, you know, with a so maximum. So it's interesting. Yeah. And I it, don't know it, what it, the breeding age is. I mean, I, where, where do they stop? So I have a buddy who has a family ranch. His family ranch is uh, kind of... It's South Texas, but it's kind of the upper part of South, you know, central South, you know, it's not that deep, deep South Texas, Okay, but it is South Texas. Um, and it's a high fence ranch. I think it's around five or 600 acres. They never brought in any type of deer, you know, from the outside, they fenced it in and then, uh, managed the deer that were there, um, you know, that were on the ranch, they managed those deer and grew those deer into what they are now. And I mean, obviously, uh, with proper nutrition and, and, um, all of that, you know, they, they you know, 20 years into this deal or mm -hmm. 15 years or however long they've been doing it, it's, they've got some phenomenal deer that they've grown. They don't kill a lot of them. So they watch a lot of them. Like th this is my buddy's mom and dad, like, okay. They, they probably, love sitting on the. So they must they have love, named them then. Yeah, 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 they they love they do they have <laughs> names they they don't get hunted, you know. Uh, they're still wild deer. I mean, it's still trying to. I mean, you can't just sneak up on one or hand feed them or anything, but they are uh, you know very low pressure, and they get a lot of protein feed, and you know is probably as much as they could ever eat. I thought it was interesting. So they've had a chance to watch these deer for years and years, obviously. And these deer will kind of get at their biggest around that four and five-year-old age, which we all say, you know, as mm. free range, lo low fence hunters, you know, will say four and five, that's mature deer. And then they start to decline after that for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And then he said around eight or nine, they explode and the mass that they put on uh between eight nine and ten is i mean it's like massive amount of mass that they grow and they end up being the biggest at like eight nine and ten years old that they'll ever be That's... and they've done this because they've let deer go mm -hmm. you know and watched them through the entire cycle and so it'll decline after five and six for a little while you know, they'll start to decline and then they'll get this eight, nine and 10 year old like mass where it's not, maybe not as impressive because it's, they're not as wide, they're not as tall, but everything, you know, their mass on their antlers grows so much that, uh, it just becomes this, you know, well, they gotta have the proper, deer. they gotta have the proper, uh, um, feed and, you know, I'd yeah, heard, all that plays a part. Heard, I'll tell you what else you got to have. We'll we'll talk more about this. Okay. We'll carry this on conversation. Uh, you got to go to Nile Maxwell Super Center. This is going to be the biggest Ram Truck Month ever with zero percent financing for seventy two months. It's back right now during Ram Trucks Month at Nile Maxwell Super uh, Super Center on a twenty twenty two Lone Star Quad Cab. You heard it right. Zero percent financing for seventy two months is back and in financing savings alone, that's over thirteen thousand dollars in finance savings. For the best selection and Niles promise to beat any competitor's price, go see the experts in Central Texas at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Go see our friends, six twenty and one eighty three in Austin, or you can check them out online, all their 
uh, you know, inventory right there at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. All right, coming up, we'll uh, wrap this conversation up. Plus, we've got uh, oh, we've got your PETA report. Yeah, coming up. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the bunkhouse, 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Chad and Zay. Well, LeBron James tweeted, it's low-key a disgrace. Man, Bronny definitely better than some of these cats I've been watching on League Pass today. Ish, lightweight, hilarious with four laughing emojis. I get it. You want to play with him. You think he's good. You believe in him. You're a good dad when it comes to that. But bashing the league, the league that you play in, the guys that you played against for the last 20 years, like you know how good the NBA is. Let's not get ignorant. Weekdays 12 to 3 on the Horn. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Cleaning your fuel system can help your engine run better and improve gas mileage. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts and pick up a bottle of Chevron Tecron fuel system cleaner. On sale now. Buy one, get one free. Plus get two times O rewards points. Get more fuel saving tips from the professional parts people at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Hi, I'm Hayden Covert here at Covert Bee Cave. We recently expanded to the beautiful Austin Hill Country and we want you to join our Covert family. We're looking for individuals who want an exciting new career in the automotive industry. Join us at the brand new Covert Bee Cave Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealership for our hiring fair March 11th and 12th from 11 to 3 at 16501 Sweetwater Village Drive. We're hiring in all departments sales, parts and service, accounting, office, and customer service. Come join the Covert family today and see why we have been Austin's choice dealer since 1909. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12-point buck 50 yards away. Hi, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are... Live in the bunkhouse, as we are every Sunday from 7 to 9. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for being a part of the Outdoor Zone each and every week. I'm Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak has some info for you. Yeah, if you know Beefsteak, if you've been listening for a while, you know he likes to wrench on his own vehicles. But when it comes to my wife's vehicle, I had to find a mechanic that I can trust. So we use our friends over at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned an operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission service, Sun Auto sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Repair Shop nearest you. Mine happens to be 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, and 1403 River Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. At 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Just go to sunautoservice.com. Now it's time for this week's Peter Report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. Before the break, uh, I did have a, I did cut you off, Beefsteak. Did you have a substantial point to make? <laughs> you like substantial? How I substantial? Yeah. Oh, yes. man. Well... Mm, no we were talking about uh the age of deer and and uh how that all works and uh but no i just wanted to know what what is the optimum breed i mean breeding uh male uh deer and you know how long when do they stop i'm not gonna the breeding have that process talk. i'm not gonna have that talk with you <laughs> Because that would also kind of regulate, you know, the age and the amount of land you got and the amount of food you got and growing them bigger. And no, I was also going to say. I'll have to wait till TJ can give you the talk when he gets back. Okay. I also had heard that um, 60% of like the growth happens in the first, you know, three years 
uh, in the first year and then antler size and all that. It all has to do with protein and what they get. Yeah, and 60, right? 60% of uh, facts or 60% or, uh, of deer uh, facts are wrong. Percentages are, right. are incorrect as well. And well, made up on the spot bone growth and how how big the bones how long get it I it's just get like it. kids I... man you know yeah and so what i was going to say is that i've heard people that are doing a um so you said it wasn't important but now you're going to tell us so feeding Sorry. you know me so feeding um protein with cottonseed in it yeah that's and a it, i mean it's a that's a protein source cottonseed is is high in protein and alfalfa with Cottonseed, I guess there's something about it. You know, like a horse will eat, if you eat too much um, alfalfa, right? It starts to yeah. heat up in there and it causes a problem. Uh, apparently, the cottonseed kind of cuts down on that and you don't have that same problem. So no, deer, deer can eat it. more of the uh, of the protein. Okay. So, anyways. Hey, coming back to our Peter report. <laughs> okay. The Biden administration is considering making American hunters clear new hurdles to legally import African element hunting uh, elephant element African elephant hunting trophies. Supporters claim the new rules will better protect elephants by forcing other countries to generate uh, reductant scientific studies and adopt laws in the mold of our Endangered Species Act. But the hurdles also risk discouraging American hunters, many of them from Texas, whose fees help fund elephant convert, uh, conservation. The oh. move could starve African wildlife agencies of funding critical to elephant conservation. So the irony here, and we talked is, about it, yes. and if you've been in the out outdoors for any period of time, the situation in Africa and and particularly like i i'm not a specialist but basically in a roundabout way the situation is as hunters from around the world not just from texas a large number from texas one because we love the outdoors and two because you know we're a reasonably uh run state that has uh, a fair number of people that can afford such activities mm -hmm. because we're a you know, a well-run, reasonable state. Uh, so we figured out how to make money here. Quality of life. Uh, I'm just, that's just totally out of the... You just wanted to throw a curve in there, didn't you? Yeah, I just throwing a backhanded. Yeah, sorry. No, I love America um, and the rest of the world. Um, <laughs> but the money, it, 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 the money spent as hunters... A relatively small amount of actual animals are harvested, realistically. I mean, yeah. how many people have the kind of money to go to Africa and hunt elephants? Uh, so the number of actually harvested mature elephants is really pretty low when you look at things. Um, but the money used is exactly what protects and funds the conservation of said elephants. You don't see PETA stepping up. You don't see the Humane Society, you don't see these activist groups that are against hunting stepping up with their dollars, the money that makes the world go round to fund the conservation of elephants. They're not the leading fundraising source in Africa. They're not the leading active group actively conserving wildlife across the world. They're not doing it. They're they're simply marketing firms that try and make you feel bad to get a few dollars off of you every month and uh, grow their corporation and their marketing firm. That's all it is. Yeah, people That's can't. That's all it yeah. is. And yep. it's disgusting that it makes it as far as it does. It's disgusting they have the popularity that they have. It's disgusting that people don't understand uh, common sense required. And you talk to any one of these folks that think they have a feeling uh, about uh, funding these animal rights organizations and then speak truth like this, that hunting is actually funding the conservation, not these groups, not these activist groups. It's the hunters. 
Right. And then, in a, uh, in a conversation, yeah, how do you argue with that? How do you argue with that? Well, I, you, you tell a third person story. Like when I uh, recently got to talk to Rick Warren, our buddy in the outdoor zone that owns uh, Warren Wildlife Gallery, you know, where he plopped a wildlife yeah. gallery for, for a nonprofit for kids to come and look at what a conservation is all about, right in the heart of the uh, old school Austin, right? Incredible yeah. place. And he Most invites us to go out there. But he was telling America. me that he got a call um, from a uh, company that said, we've got an old male lion that is just wreaking havoc over here. Once they get to a certain age, they just kind of go nutso, and they won't let the younger lions in the breed come in and, and feed and, and also uh, mate. And so what happens is they call him. He spends the money. 90% of it goes to what they're trying to do with conservation. And they're picking out the right thing. I mean, it's it, what, a, what a great opportunity, right? It's a fantastic way to fund and then educate. He brings that animal back, puts it in his wildlife gallery, and kids get to learn about the African lion. And doing because it they the see right it way. and touch it and feel it and see and you know and see how big it actually is. It's not just a picture in a textbook. It's a physical. It's it's the specimen. So pretty neat. Armed Citizens Report coming up next. Stick around. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Twenty four seven three sixty five. You can catch us at theoutdoorzone.com. I like that. Hi, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. I'm Cody Ryan. Sitting with me this week is Beef Steak. Oh, yeah. As always. And uh, Twisting Wires back there. Old Ty Wire and crew getting her done, making it happen, and bringing it to you live right here and then we'll upload it afterwards uh early this week onto the podcast outlet of your choice of your picking of your uh version well whatever the, you listen to whatever you on, like whatever's your favorite platform that's right you can right, find right. us just type in the outdoor zone that's right and you know you could often, go I was at Thanksgiving. I just got to tell you this. And we got an echo, you know, where our daughter gave us one of those echoes, you know, Alexa. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a little box that listens to every word you say. I, and thought, when, it, I thought it was a weed eater. And, and when you say, Alexis, look, what is our, our play, The Outdoor Zone? And all of a sudden, boom, comes up The Outdoor Zone. and You have one of those in your house? My Our daughter got it for us. Yeah. Yeah, but you hooked it up? Oh yeah. She she made us do it right there. So. I would never have one of those spy cameras in my house. <laughs> All right. So back to business. Hey, Armed Citizens Report. Let's do it now. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Uh, Roanoke, Virginia, early hours of Sunday morning, a person was shot during a break-in at North Point Apartments in Roanoke County, according to the local police department. The incident occurred at around 2.41 a.m., and the homeowner used the firearm to defend themselves against the intruder. The person who was shot has yet to be identified, but they were taken to the uh, Carillion Roanoke Memorial Hospital with injuries that are not believed to be life-threatening. As of now, no arrests have been made in connection with the break-in, and the homeowner is said to be cooperating with investigators. The incident is still being investigated by authorities. Every single 
day. Mm-hmm. A good guy with a gun wins, and bad guys still don't follow the law. And we don't. That's, we just don't hear about it, right? Yeah, every single day. Um, and then I get this story from you, and I'm wondering. This is like very similar story coming yeah. from the exact same town yeah. in Roanoke, Virginia. A naked woman breaks into a man's home and gets shot. <laughs> I didn't think you would want to talk about this, but I like it. Well, I'm just, I'm, I think it's the same story. There I, is some I, crossovers it, here. You're right. There's some very big crossovers. Uh, well, uh, I like the in, details, so read the details, man. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, um, uh, 35-year-old Paula Locklear broke into a house naked and starting, started hitting the homeowner with a cast iron frying pan in the southwest area of Roanoke, Virginia. Lots of uh, yeah, intruders going on in Roanoke, Virginia. The homeowner heard a noise in the back of the house, went into the kitchen, and saw a naked woman coming in through the back door with a frying pan. I'm going to make I mean, me some dinner. There's a point in this story <laughs> right there where you're like, life has just uh, entered perfection, right? <laughs> That's right. It's got a-, a woman in the kitchen looking, you know, uh, attractive with the frying pan about to make some bacon. <laughs> I mean, there's a moment where you got to like pause. You got your firearm thinking it's an intruder and you're like freeze and you're like, wait, wait. Okay. Am I dreaming? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Oh, yes. man. <laughs> the uh, homeowner uh, got Locklear out of the house and onto the back porch, then secured the door. Locklear then started beating on the kitchen window and shutting off the circuit breakers to the house. That's pretty That's ingenious. serious, man, right yeah. there. She returned to the back door and started hitting it, which the uh, homeowner shot her in the leg. When deputies arrived, they discovered Locklear with a gunshot wound in her leg, and the MS took her to the uh, to the hospital. They charged Locklear with felony breaking and entering an occupied home while armed and with a deadly weapon, assault and battery, plus property damage. Uh, deadly weapon being the frying pan, which I uh, would like to call uh, it's an assault pan that's oh. what it's called <laughs> if they call it an assault weapon then that would be an assault pan well that's because right? it holds more than 10 ounces yeah well that's because it's an action assault is an action not a n- name of a firearm correct uh that's a whole nother that's yeah we don't want to get a rabbit started trail on that. Uh, according to the sheriff's office they held locklear without bond until arraignment in carroll county um, the, they're not going to file charges against the homeowner, obviously. Oh, thank goodness. I mean, why would you? It was uh self-defense. Let's face it. Breaking into someone's house, naked, swinging a frying pan. Isn't your, uh, typical criminal behavior. Police said the homeowner didn't know her, which oh. rules out any domestic situation. Yeah, right. Yeah. Ex-girlfriend, whatever. Uh, the homeowner was on the wrong end of the frying pan. And had she hit him enough or in the right spot, his life would have been over. And that's very true. Those cast iron pans, I mean, oh, prime yeah. pans ain't, that ain't, that ain't something to play with. No, that know? could be your home defense right there. Yeah. I actually have one. Uh, I need, that reminds me, I need to pick it up. I, I set it outside. What? I set it outside. You know, they get super smoky if you burn something in them or whatever. And so mm-hmm. I ran it outside and set it in a carport to cool off and to quit smoking up my house. And, uh, and I left it out there. I need to pick that up. That's like a, that's like leaving a loaded firearm out there. Apparently. <laughs> well, some naked woman's going to come by your, Oh, never mind. Oh, maybe I'll just leave it yeah. out there. Maybe my wife will come find that frying pan. After listening to this, they, uh, yeah, like, uh, I smell some bacon. Whoa. Long, long. She doesn't swing that thing at me. Then. We'll be okay. <laughs> uh, I, th- I, mean, I mean, those stories are eerily similar. One, the first one that I spoke about, um, didn't have quite the uh, the details. The details, <laughs> yeah. and then you go into the second story. Yet they're 
eerily similar, you know. I just like Unlight- this. N- not life-threatening, you know, injuries. I just like the story behind the story. If they're the same and someone yeah. didn't want to say it, I thought it was really interesting. Man, you do have to try to understand what is the deal, man? If someone naked shows up in a front, I mean, she was in his kitchen, right? Yeah, she was doing. She was on drugs. I'm sure something right? happened, right? I, it had to be. That that's yeah. half of what these all these stories are. Somebody's in the wrong place at the wrong time, and they're doing something that's uh, threatening. They shouldn't be there. But anyways, yeah. What I was gonna say is part of this a whole be more safe thing. Um, you know, one of the one of the things that uh, we talked about uh, is putting three inch screws in your uh in your door frame you know where the lock connects a deadbolt and instead of just the little like five eighths you take big old three inch screws and screw those in there and you get so much more leverage on the door so that it won't kick open you do that with your hinges too yeah and then also to put a lock i put one of those uh number locks on my uh circuit breaker outside I didn't, the box. you know, that's something that's interesting because I'd never even, I mean, that wasn't even a thought of mine, uh, is to have, uh, you know, uh, lock your breaker box or whatever, you know, somebody can mess with that deal. Yeah. You know, it's not even a concern, but I mean, it's, I guess it's right. I mean, you shut down a lot of things when you hit that main switch, right? I, I do have, uh, I do have flashlights around the house that uh, are, you know, specifically placed in areas around the house. And just now got my four-year-old, her flashlight where she knows where it is and has, you know, and operates it. And I got to tell her every other day to, you know, go put it back and turn it off because when (laughs) the lights go out. don't they? Yeah. Oh, they just love carrying a flashlight around, you know. It's a torch. And it was so funny the other day. This is not very outdoor zone related, but it's flashlight uh, related, which is kind of outdoorsy. Yeah. But it's so funny. So we're sitting around watching a movie the, uh, Friday night, I guess, and a family movie. And I thought we'd watch the Willy, uh, Willy Wonka, the, the original one. That's a family movie? Okay. Yeah, well, it teaches, you know, it's got the bat, it's the, yeah, the, the original one, and, the yeah. original, the original one. And, you know, she's four, she's been acting, you know, four, uh, <laughs> for a couple of weeks. And so we're, or whatever, but so we're trying to, you know, teach her that, you know, bad kids don't always get what they want, you yes. know? And Oh, daddy, daddy, oh, give me daddy. Loompa Loompa. And then hey, she buddy. turns and turns into a a blueberry see you don't want to turn into a blueberry honey yeah now that's, that's right now honey. that's the thing but uh so i anyway we had that flashlight out and she learned because it was the original version it was very hard for her to sit there and watch the entire movie yeah I can imagine. Uh, she learned uh about her shadow how cool it is to go forward and backwards and make your shadow on the wall bigger and smaller and all that and of course I was holding the flashlight while she was playing and looking at her shadow and stuff. And that then I moved for a my... meaningful movie. Okay. Go yes. Ahead. And then I swung my hand in from that, you know, in front of the flashlight from the side <laughs> while she's watching her shadow, she's dancing, yeah. you know, in front of the light, watching her shadow on the wall. I swing my hand in like it's something getting her and she jumped and took off running <laughs> and screaming when she saw the shadow of my hand coming after and it was i mean it was that what that's a dad moment that you're like you know what yeah i just won i mean that was that was a fantastic i just won that one that was a fantastic thing that is hilarious it didn't hurt anybody and uh you'll be able to tell that story for years to come yeah i used to my uh i told my daughter Back then, I said, you know, about once a year, we get one of those moments, and we just yeah. relish it as a dad, right? Yeah, And she goes, exactly. I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> that, that's your life. And I'm like, well, we get a win, and uh, really keep it with us. 
That's right. Speaking of another win, Keystone Bank. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. You know, come join the Bank of Choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs when you bank with Keystone. You'll enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. They always go the extra mile to help their neighbors with their financial goals through authentic connections and exceptional service. And that's no live, given my testimony here with using them just recently for some uh, personal stuff and they did absolutely fantastic to learn more how to get started with keystone account visit one of their locations 11500 uh, big caves road west austin uh, or 500 pressler street in downtown austin they've got a whole new one going in downtown austin as well uh, i'll get the address for that 900 hutchins avenue in beautiful ballinger texas or go check out their website, keystone.bank, for all of their information. All right, we'll wrap this whole thing up on the flip side. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365. You can catch us at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. Fix right. and Wrapping this whole thing up. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. I want to tell you, I didn't mention earlier. I forgot to mention it before we went to break, but Altrua HealthShare. They are uh, coverage for my family. It's an alternative to insurance. It's not insurance. But it's a powerful alternative. Uh, kind of a testimony for myself going off the script here is that uh, Altrua HealthShare, uh, we, we switched to a HealthShare program probably three or four years ago. And uh, we have literally saved thousands of dollars a year in healthcare. And uh, we got to, I mean, we still have all the same doctors. Nothing changed other than the amount of money we're spending on healthcare options. And uh, it's really a viable option and something I recommend you take a look at. Um, basically, members contribute each month to an escrow account, and then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. It's literally that simple, and that's how it works. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org, True Health Share, where we care for one another. Um, I uh, I wanted to mention that, but I also got to tell you about our friends at parts view uh, of course because before the break i forgot to mention uh, altrua and how could i um but i also got to tell you about our friends at parts view partsview.com if you haven't checked it out and you have a boat uh if your friend has a boat and something's broke on it and you want to buy it for him because you're yeah. a responsible buddy thank you you know thank you thank you mr cody ryan I yeah, appreciate well, you I'm not going to do it because I have my own boat, and i never been on your boat. And, uh, I mean, your boat goes out like twice a year. We Why need to would, change I mean, that. Partsview.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. They're an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs. They got over 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands like Starbright, Navco, Turning Point Propellers, Teenage Marine. I heard Turning Point Propellers is like – it's the bomb. They're, it's the bomb diggity, apparently. So I'm going to have to check those out because I'm in the market for a new prop. Uh, you can find out how much, uh, what if they got what you need. I, I highly, highly uh, doubt that they don't have what you need. Did I say that correctly? I think so. I think uh, I got it. I'm, I'm going right. to go pick up that maintenance kit. Yeah, they the, got handy maintenance kits it. I use every year to do my own maintenance. It's super easy. They got uh, online uh, YouTube that you can watch how to do it. Partsview.com. Check them out. P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. I did want to mention, I kind of breezed, breezed uh, through it last segment, but assault, when they use this assault weapon comment, it irritates me like no other. That's your pet peeve? Like, it is. is. 
it is one of the largest pet peeves I have because uh, an assault is an action, right? I mean, it's something you do. Yes. It's something that's, or that's done is to assault someone, right? You, it mm -hmm. can be an assault rock. It can be an assault stick an assault, assault bat, but they don't use that when somebody gets hit over the head with a frying pan. <laughs> they don't call it an assault frying pan was used in this, uh, but they use uh, it in firearms and they're trying to build the case that it's, you know, uh, worse than it is. A firearm's just a tool, just like anything else in my garage, uh, a hammer, uh, you know, anything else I use. So you're saying as far as an assault rifle, when they say that, yeah, it, the connotation is They're it's just make, sitting there waiting to attack you. Waiting to kill people. Yeah. It's like born. Like it's yeah. got, like it's, be, that's all it can do. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so it just, it hacks me off. But in Washington state, uh, the House approved a sweeping assault weapons ban this Wednesday that would mm. prohibit the sale and manufacture of AR-15s, AK-47s, and many others, AK-74s, AR-15s, M-16s, M-4s, uh, re regardless of which company. So uh, it lists dozens of specific models that would be banned, as well as banning semi-automatic firearms with multiple accessories that are now common, including a telescoping stock, threaded barrels for muzzle brakes, Poor kids. Yeah. Flash suppressors, uh, pistol grips. None of those comfort creature comforts that we've come to find out are cool accessories for your firearms to make more ethical shooting. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's not one of these items that doesn't make it a more comfortable, uh, a more accurate or a more, you know, uh, pleasant firearm to practice with, to kill animals with to defend your home with i mean all of these things are are just accessories i mean you should ban a grill guard for your pickup truck because it can cause more damage when you hit you know something or something but a else, grill guard right? is there to protect you so that if something does jump out in front hmm, of you that's interesting huh. ah, how firearm okay. works hmm it's there to protect you so if you don't think, and I say it every week, and and I we try and make light of it because it's a lot of times because it's something that uh, I I pretend is not real a lot of times. Like I'm like I live in Texas. You're not getting rid of my firearms. <laughs> I will right. die with them in my cold dead hands. <laughs> uh, but the truth is, I mean, this is like one of 13 states that is of common you know things are trying to happen like this the bill bans the sale manufacturing import of such weapons I, I look i'm not an expert on this stuff but i know when things start going a certain direction mm -hmm. and starts trending a certain direction then more and more people are okay with it and then they they more or less accept it oh it's happened there it's not going to happen here well it happened over there it's not going to happen here man it just keeps happening holy yeah well, dadgum, they're bringing it here to this state. What are they? It, it'll never pass. Boom, it's passed. It's done. Yeah. And if you think in. if you yep. think it's you think it's not happening, an assault on our freedoms, on the Second Amendment. I'm like I said, I'm no specialist. I'm no spokesman. I don't know specific specifics on ballistics or or uh, you know, I, I I'm not an expert. But I am somebody that sees it, understands it, and believes in the Second Amendment. So you better pay attention and uh, better just don't let it fall, baby. Don't let the Second <laughs> Amendment fall on us. Not in my lifetime, by God. All right, uh, Beefsteak, what you got for us? Man, this one came from uh, when recently, you know, I've been through a lot of different things. It just kind of got me with, dang, got this heavy weight on my shoulders, and this one came up. Most great people have attained their greatest success just one step beyond their greatest failure. Yeah, you got to keep stepping forward. All right, uh, this week's Bible verse comes from Colossians 3.2. Think about things above and not things on earth. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Interesting how that works. 
Hey, thank you for hanging out with us this week in the bunkhouse. Uh, Today is Sunday. We encourage you to find your choice of churches out there. We thank uh, Tywire and and Krug over there to have, I mean, just absolute staples in the bunkhouse, twisting wires and making this show happen. Thank you, B. For hanging out with me. Do you mind if I'd love to shout out to uh, Pastor Joe Don? He's one of our buddies from the Outdoor Zone. He's preaching today. Oh man, Lord, Lord, forgive him for what he may say <laughs> and uh, preach on, brother. Uh, also, check out the Kids Outdoor Zone. KidsOutdoorZone.com. No kid left inside. If you're looking for a way to give back, or you're looking for a a way to get a boy involved that you know that needs to get into the great outdoors well check out kidsoutdoorzone.com the fastest growing outdoor ministry for men in churches teaching boys to be men all right man uh on behalf of tj and all of us here in the bunkhouse regulators let's mount up i had a good friend in new york city he never called me by my name, just Hillbilly. My grandpa taught me how to live off the land, and his taught him to be a businessman. He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights, and I'd send him some homemade wine. But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For forty-three dollars my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old forty-five Cause a country boy can survive Country folks can survive and snoring specialist. Dr. Slaughter, let's talk about why people snore. It can be really confusing.